Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are glad to praise you tonight for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, buying by his blood, his death, and his resurrection our eternal salvation. Lord, we are so grateful tonight. May the gratitude, Lord, that we again feel and are renewed in tonight mark every moment of our lives, that we would be known as a resurrection people. Lord, may we remember and live out this reality. May it never fade into any forgetfulness, no matter what sorrow, no matter what trouble we experience in the world. May your resurrection power be a force of life in us and through us and in our witness in this darkened generation. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. You may be seated. I always take just a couple minutes. I'm not going to give a full-blown sermon. I never do on tonight's like tonight. Tonight is a celebration night where we remember Jesus in so many different ways, the power of his resurrection, his uh, victory over sin and death and the devil, every single thing that comes after us and still tries to get us down and out even in our life. He's, the enemy is still at work, right? There's still a darkness that lingers in the atmosphere and is at work in the world and sometimes hooks us through our own flesh. Our despair, our fear, our sorrow becoming a sickness even. There are different ways that the enemy still tries to hook us in our vulnerability. But Jesus, through his entrance into that vulnerability, through suffering and death, defeated it defeated it on the cross, defeated it in the the grave when he went down into our destiny, which he did not deserve, and then burst the grave with the power of a life force that can never be extinguished. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because our Lord, when he rose from the dead, he shattered the jaws of death. Every single tooth of death that would keep us trapped is forever shattered by our Lord's victory. And we can be renewed in that reality here tonight. Every day we can live in that reality. I think especially on Sundays, as I said before, we remember the resurrection. It is a Sunday, but it's not the sun, sun in the sky. It's the sun that knows no setting, the sun of righteousness who brings healing in his wings. It's Jesus, the eternal God, who is that light even now from heaven. May he penetrate every single dark place in our souls once again tonight, the places of forgetfulness that we have. May he penetrate every single chamber of our hearts. And may we be transformed. Think about those women that day, that morning. They didn't know that the resurrection had happened somewhere mid, uh, middle of the night. In the great Hebrew tradition, the day begins in the night. And Jesus, boy, does he make that true. (laughs) Because the darkness was definitely not dark to him. And he burst forth with light that scattered every darkness of death that would take us down and out. He did that. And it happened somewhere in the middle of the night. And the, the women don't know that it's happened yet. And they're the only ones, I guess, with either enough love or enough... I don't know, just maternal affection and sisterly affection that they show up there. 
Peter and John come a little bit later. But it's the women who are there first. And I do think it has something to do with the hearts that love so deeply, that knew his love, Mary Magdalene, who'd been forgiven of so much. And I can just imagine them. Can you imagine what it must have been like for them? They didn't know that their beloved rabbi had died. They'd, they'd heard all the teaching, but it hadn't been permeated with the light that would make sense. Like he had said things to his disciples about dying and rising, but it, it hasn't dawned on them yet. They haven't been pervaded by that light. Their understanding is still darkened, but it's happened. And they come into the presence of an angel who has to move away the stone. Jesus, of course, didn't need the stone to be moved away. As he's entered into a resurrection body, it's able to, as we learn later, go through walls. He can eat fish. He can be touched. He's got his feet on the ground because the women worship him there. And yet, it's a new body. It's a body no longer subject to the assaults of the enemy. He's won that victory. It's no longer subject to the temptations of the flesh or the dominion of the world that constantly encroaches and tries to oppress. He's no longer subject because he's burst all that with a life force that cannot be repressed again. It's the life force that he has for us once again here this morning. I love the way he says it. He says, greetings. Okay, do you hear a little bit of oddity in that? (laughs) I don't think that's an adequate translation. It makes me think of you know, those movies, greetings, you know, it's just not the right connotation, because what, that word there, it's the same word that Paul uses in Philippians, he says, rejoice, and again, I say rejoice, it's that word, and it's, it's like one of these words that's become in the Greek language now, even though it's rejoice, it's sort of like a daily greeting, and that's good, and that's bad, right, because really, The resurrection life should permeate every thought and every feeling and every aspect of our lives. And so, yes, rejoice. And to say, I'm glad to be with you, is the right thing to say. In a sense, that's what he's saying. It is good to be with you. I'm glad to be with you. Rejoice. Let us have joy together. And boy, was it a joyful greeting for them because with their puffy eyes and their dismay, all of a sudden, their beloved rabbi is alive. And not only is he alive, he's amazing. He's so amazing that the women fall down at his feet, prostrate, and you only do that when it is the holy God of Israel. You only do that when you're worshiping God. And Jesus receives the worship because he's fully a man and fully God. He's burst all of our categories and he's saved us so profoundly and perfectly from the depths to the heights he's saved us. It's amazing the grace that he shows. And so they worship him and he says, greetings, I'm glad to be with you. And so I would just have one word of encouragement to you, every single one of you, I pray for myself and for all of us that when we say things like hello and hi, that we would remember the word of joy, rejoice, that Jesus shared with the women. It's kind of like in Israel, you know, you say, you say shalom to people when you greet them. It's sort of like hello. But it isn't just hello because when Jesus says shalom, 
He's actually, by those words, ministering the peace of a kingdom that can no longer be a victim of warfare. It's true peace. And so I want to encourage us to say hi and hello, and it's I'm glad to be with you. It's good to be with you with an understanding that that resurrection light is the source of our life. We have reason to joy. We have reason to rejoice and share that, no matter what our circumstances, because death has been defeated. There's nothing that can take us down and out any longer. So may this joy be yours today. May you be ministers and true witnesses as these first women were to the apostles of the resurrection joy that Jesus is glad to be with us and because he's now giving us a life that can never be extinguished and sharing it with us, let us be joyful always and forever unto the end of ages. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.